and there's this quote that I really really like and it's Ooh, if the world was blind yeah. yeah if the world was blind who would you impress everybody and welcome to the no clue podcast for those with no clue where to start i'm alina my name is zyva and today we're going to be talking about body image um before we start a quick little warning um we are going to be talking about body image and body dysmorphia but we will not be touching on eating disorders or anything like that just because we, di- we don't really want to talk about that in this episode so if eating disorders is something that triggers you, don't worry, we will not be talking about that. Um, <clears throat> but we will be talking about body dysmorphia. So if you don't want to listen to this episode, that's completely fine. But if you do want to stick around, then yeah, that's what we'll be talking about. Yep. And feel free to listen to other episodes that we have and maybe uh, you might find our stuff insightful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh. sure you will love it. Mm-hmm. I'm quite confident you will love yeah. it. Another heads up, I have spring allergies right now, so excuse me sounding like <laughs> congested or like me blowing my nose and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, before we get into it, could it, it, it would be pretty, pretty awesome if you could give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to this on. It really helps the podcast. It's really simple to do, but it would really help us out a lot. Yeah, so. it goes a long way for us. Yep. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, so body image, it's like obviously such a big thing in a lot of people's lives. It is uh, something a lot of people struggle with, even mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, me too, definitely. Yeah. I feel like these days it's near impossible to grow up without struggling. Yeah, it's it. kind of sad when you think about it because mm-hmm. it's like so many people are like beautiful in a sense without realizing and then a lot of things just end up tarnishing their perceptions of that. Yeah. It's, like, really sad. It kind of breaks my heart. Like, especially if it's, like, someone who's, like, really young. And then they're, like, seeing how so many people that have similar features for them, they, like, talk down on themselves about it. Mm -hmm. That's just the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's really awful. Like, especially when you see, like, kids. Like, I know I have a lot of cousins and, like, I I have younger siblings, too. Like, if I ever see them, like, watching something or uh, witnessing something that is promoting societal beauty standards, I always get a little worried that that might get into their head. Yeah, especially, like, even with my family members, too. We, obviously, we all look similar in a sense, Mm -hmm. but then it took me a while to kind of, like, grow into my features and kind of appreciate my features as well. Oh, yeah. And embrace it. But then, obviously, uh, a lot of other people in my family, they're, like, going through that stage where they feel bad about how they look, and they're not comfortable with it. Yeah. And I kind of see, like, my past self in them about that. And I, like, it breaks my heart how they feel that way. Yeah. Because it's such a hard thing to deal with. And it takes a while to understand yourself and how others think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. people underestimate how much of, uh, like, a psychological impact that has on somebody mm-hmm. to grow up with, like low self-esteem because of your body image and stuff you know yeah and like realistically a lot of people are gonna have like ups and downs with um body image and like body dysmorphia as a whole Mm -hmm. it's not something where like you can consistently be happy with yourself it's obviously you have to put a lot of effort into that and obviously like it's in a it's like inevitable in terms of like relapsing into like feeling insecure sometimes Mm -hmm. like anything can trigger it 
Yeah. And like at the end of the day, the thing like the the truth is that society is never really going to be happy with how we look. Exactly. Trends are constantly changing. And if you think about it, the concept of trends revolving around people's bodily features are so crazy. Like yeah. the fact that having a small nose is like like, you know, it's trending now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you go through history, like that sort of stuff has always changed beauty standards have always changed and at the end of the day like there's no point chasing after these like beauty standards there's no Mm -hmm. point trying to make it seem like you have those features naturally if you don't because because society will never be happy if you have one thing that society wants let's say you're skinny and society wants that then you have another thing that they don't like like you have a big nose or something yeah like you shouldn't exhaust yourself over things like that Mm-hmm. even though it's hard to do but yeah also i feel like a lot of people forget in terms of society and trends in um for um body image companies will always end up exploiting something about you yeah you're 100 percent right and then it's so sick and twisted because it's like you're making money off of people's insecurities and them feeling bad about themselves and i feel like it's so unfortunate that people conform to that and feel like there's always something that needs to be fixed about themselves and I think authenticity should be embraced a lot more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Because imagine living in a world where everyone just looks the same. Or, like, everything is so uniform about that. Yeah. It doesn't really give people room to, like, explore themselves and explore, like, other complex things uh, regarding humans. Yeah, exactly. And, like, like you were saying, like, the whole purpose of beauty standards is for companies to exploit off of us. And if we yeah. are letting them do that we're just you know promoting it yeah and like if you even ever consider changing something about yourself like you want to go through like a procedure with something you have to make sure and you have to understand that you're doing this for yourself and not because someone else mentioned it or someone else said something that makes you feel that way because you never know if it's going to change the same way how trends always change even though you shouldn't be following trends but you never know where like a time comes that people start appreciating a certain feature that you have mm-hmm. um but yeah but more importantly you should be able to appreciate that yourself at all times yeah 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 you're right because like because like the fact and like you're right like being authentic is so important and that's because being authentic is what makes us beautiful i think because yeah. if we're trying to be like somebody else you know we're not embracing our natural beauty. And you're not going to look beautiful trying to be like... I'm like, you will look beautiful, obviously. But you're not going to like be beautiful when you're trying to be somebody else's... When you're trying to embody somebody else's beauty. You yeah. should be embodying your own beauty. Because that's what makes us so special. It's that we are unique. Because it's just like you said, if we mm-hmm. all look the same, what kind of world would we, we be living in right now, you know? Yeah, you shouldn't be impersonating ideas. But you should... Um... How do I explain this? Impersonate, like, the things that make you feel beautiful and, like, who you are as a person. Be true to, like, your own identity, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you're saying be true to your identity. identity. And the reason why I think it's so hard for people is because he- as humans, we are social creatures, you know? We are naturally social creatures. And to survive, we need to be part of a society that accepts and loves us. So that's why we have a natural tendency to change parts of ourselves to be approved by the society. And mm-hmm. that's not just about our body. That can be about our personality, too. That's why people are so inauthentic sometimes. It's just because they want 
approval so badly and it's a completely natural thing but when we look past that and we realize that we don't need other people's approval to survive you know we really don't need that once we get past that intuition or that hurdle of ours in our in our mind um we will really will we really start to realize that our unique features is Mm -hmm. what makes us beautiful yeah and i think it's crucial to recognize yourself not just in any way but in a positive light as well because then if you don't recognize yourself and you constantly talk badly about yourself and your appearance it it shatters you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and you you just can't really fathom like yourself as a person it's such a weird thing to explain but i've gone through this time where like i hated looking at myself like in the mirror and i would always like constantly avoid making eye contact with myself through that and then it it just messes with me and it messes with like my mental state and a bunch of other things no but you're absolutely right about that because i feel like once we start once you kind of like get into that thing where you're trying to look your best yeah you're trying to like always look good or trying to fit into a beauty standard you kind of forget that you're like a person like you forget that you're a human being yeah and like constantly conforming to standards like that it makes me feel like out of place it's like a sense of alienation you know yeah because you forget that you we don't eat for weight we we eat to nourish our bodies exactly and we forget that we don't dress up for other people we dress up to feel good about ourselves yeah or like let's say you're working out you're not doing that because like someone told you like you should do it to make you like look good in a sense yeah but you also do it more importantly to like make your body healthy yeah but yeah you're right like everything we do whether it be working out putting on makeup dressing up eating everything we do it should be completely for ourselves the second we do it for somebody else the second we do it for someone else's approval for society's approval we are going to exhaust ourselves out because the truth is the hard truth is we are never going to get that approval exactly and everything is subjective in the end mm-hmm. like whatever someone else finds attractive maybe somebody else finds it unattractive but that shouldn't stop you from feeling like good about yourself you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like in the end every like everyone's either going to agree or disagree and you can't just fight with that like or else you're going to like become a mess it's going to be scattered in terms of like your mental state and it's exhausting to deal with and it's just it consumes a lot of your time and energy when it isn't worth it yeah and like we mentioned this in our previous uh our last episode actually and that was uh our episode on confidence if you haven't listened to that i think you should you should because we highly recommend ones yeah Yeah, it's it was pretty good i think we had some good points on that one but Mm -hmm. we talked about how we lack confidence when we seek approval from other people and that's what brings that that's what brings our confidence down and like we were and like you were saying right now like we were just saying like if you keep trying to find approval through how you look from society and stuff you're gonna exhaust yourself out because you're not gonna receive it and that's the thing external approval is never gonna be worth it everything that you go through it's not gonna be worth it so you need to start giving yourself approval and giving yourself validation so that you don't need that external validation exactly that reminds me about I, when I was younger, I used to like conform to a lot of things people said to me in terms of like how I looked, and obviously as a person of color, um, especially being a brown person too, I'm like pretty hairy. Like it's kind of inevitable for that for me at least. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a kid, I had hair on my arms, and a lot of people weren't used to that. 
um especially if they were like a different race and they didn't really understand that like genetics are different for everyone and but like in my family it's like a common thing to have that mm-hmm. and i remember this one guy walked up to me and he was like joking about like how he looked specifically about my arm hair and i remember that made me feel so bad about it mm-hmm. and i couldn't really do anything i wasn't like aware of like shaving or hair removal at the time because yeah. that wasn't on my mind like what was on my mind was like playing and having fun mm-hmm. with like my friends and um I think after that point, I would, like, always wear something to cover up my arms, especially mm-hmm. during the summer. I would have to suffer throughout summer just because of that one comment someone made or, like, um, a few other people made. And, yeah, it's just really sad to go through. But in the end, um, obviously, eventually, I've learned to, like, appreciate and accept the fact that, like, arm hair, a lot of people have it. It's realistic. It's the most natural it's one of the most natural things people have yeah, everybody has it and anyone who thinks that people don't have it is literally living on social media exactly like you have to kind of be in touch with reality for this because humans typically have body hair mm-hmm. whether we like it or not like maybe it's rare that some people don't maybe there's other conditions and things like that but a vast majority of people do yeah and i think especially with women too um, a lot of people uh, kind of treated it as a taboo way for women to have body hair. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people paint it as like disgusting or, unhy- or unhygienic. Mm-hmm. But it just grows. So we like hair grows on like someone's scalp or like how you grow as a person yeah. um, in terms of like bones and stuff like that. It's natural. And I think people need to accept that more often. Yeah. And also a lot of things isn't in someone's control for that. Mm. Um, there's a saying, a lot of people say like, if you can't change it in like three seconds like why like don't mention it you know what exactly I mean? you're you're yeah you're completely right yeah and like a lot of people don't really have that awareness and like people just like spew things on their mind about that and like it just makes somebody else feel bad and it's so like dumb mm-hmm. and like, you were you were completely right about the whole thing of like uh, people of color especially yeah because i know like as a girl of color like like, I had the same experience with, like, arm hair, first of all. I feel like that's a universal experience with it's brown girls thing. especially. Or even with mustaches. Yeah, like, right? Yeah, any sort of body hair. And that's, like, it goes into, like, the masculinization, I don't know if I said that word properly, of uh, yeah, brown right. girls or people, actually girls of color. Yeah. Because people will be like, oh, like, she looks like a man. Or, oh, she has arm hair. Like, is she a man or something? Like, why? Like, exactly. they shouldn't be joking about that, though, because that really does have an effect on people. And, like... It yeah, and toll, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, for sure. And like even like I when I when I was in middle school, I would always wear long sleeves. And yeah. the summer summer here gets boiling hot, and I would still wear long sleeves. I would be sweating, literally. I would be sweating in a pool of my own sweat, and yeah. I would, would I would refuse to wear short sleeves. And even if I did wear short sleeves, I would bring a sweater and i remember my mom would be like like you shouldn't be wearing long sleeves it's exactly. really it's really hot outside blah blah blah. you shouldn't be wearing a sweater but if she ever told me to wear long sleeves i would pack a sweater into my bag so when i would get to school i could put it over just yeah. so that i wouldn't have to feel insecure that everybody could see my arm hair or even like not just arm hair it's like how people are in terms of like their body and like their body shape mm-hmm. um a lot of people don't realize like you could have the same attributes as someone else like in terms of weight in terms of height mm-hmm. but everyone is going to look different like people's weights are different like distributed differently and i remember i saw this one video um and this one person or like a group of people they conducted this experiment where um they found a bunch of women that have like the same weight and they kind of lined them up and like they showed how all of them look different from one another um and I think it was like, 
yeah, they all look different. Their weight was distributed differently. But one thing they all had in common was that they were all beautiful, regardless of that. And I think that a lot of people put too much emphasis on weight and like negative connotations with that. Because mm-hmm. you can weigh like 150 pounds or something. Someone will think of you as like um, one way or the other. And I think people should disregard that. I mm-hmm. think as long as you're comfortable with where you are in terms of that or like in anything else, no, nobody else's opinions should matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, when we were... Before we started this episode, we were kind of going back and forth, um, just coming up with some ideas about the topic and blah, blah, blah. And while we were talking about it, I remembered something actually kind of interesting. When mm-hmm. I was like 11. Oh. Right? I told you about this. Um, <sighs> the, there's this YouTuber that I watched, and she was a white girl. I don't even, I, like, I don't remember her name. I'm sorry. Like, I genuinely don't remember. But I remember she was very pretty. And she definitely fit into society's beauty standards. She had, like, a bit of a tan. She had blonde hair. She was very skinny. She was, she, she was very pretty, okay? Yeah. Um, and I remember she had one feature which was very prevalent, which did not fit into society's beauty standards. But that didn't make her any less pretty, by the way. Like, I'm in no way saying that. But it was something that you, you could notice. And that was her nose. She didn't have like a small typical you know like button nose you know she didn't have that yeah she had a hooked nose i'm pretty sure you understand what i mean like it had like a bump it would hook down yeah it was and it it wasn't like what you would typically expect because you know the rest of her just fit into society's beauty standards so well Mm -hmm. and I remember when I would like watch her when I was younger, I didn't really pay attention to her nose, but a lot of people would mention it. Like if she ever mentioned her nose in a video, she would talk about, if she ever mentioned it, um, then the comments underneath, under the that video would be like, oh, like you make me feel less insecure about my nose. You know, I have a nose that looks like yours and like you make me feel less insecure about it. And like even at the time, I was kind of insecure about my nose too, you know, because people have constantly brought it up throughout my life, and I do have a big nose. I know that I have a big nose, and I'm finally at the point where I can like embrace that. But like you yeah. know, back then I was 11, I was a kid, and I was like, you know what? Like these people are right. Like the fact that she has this nose that doesn't fit into the beauty standards, that's like really cool. Like I like that she doesn't hide it, and it was really yeah. nice. And then one day, out of nowhere, she released a YouTube video about her nose job, and. I remember the comments under that video were going crazy because she got a nose job and now her nose was just as perfect as every other part of her body to according to society's beauty standards of course I'm not saying that it's actually yeah conventionally perfect yeah I'm saying that it actually was but you know what I mean her nose was just as conventionally perfect fitting into society's beauty standards as every other part of her body and everybody was going crazy and they were like they were like, oh my god, like, I have a nose like yours, and if you got a nose job, like, I should get a nose job too, probably, and I, I was 11, and I was devastated, guys, like, I, I remember I saw that, like, thankfully, I, I can't remember for sure if I ever had a phase where I thought I would get a nose job, I think I was just honestly too scared of surgery to do that, but, like, if there was an easier way, you know, like, younger me definitely would have been like, yeah, I want to change my nose, but, like, that really, that was really interesting i yeah. i will say it was interesting because like you know so many people saw this influencer and got comfort from the fact that she had a feature that they had a unique feature that wasn't seen on every other influencer you know yeah, yeah. um at the time and like the fact that she changed it to fit 
in to conform with society's standards that made every all these young girls that she was influencing feel like they also had to change that and it's really sad honestly it's so sad yeah yeah that's like my first thought about that also i think like people forget um when you're younger you're like really not used to your future suffers but like eventually mm-hmm. you do grow into it like after your puberty and stuff like that yeah um even though it's like weird to bring up but yeah i remember when i was younger i like my nose looked slightly more different than it is now mm. um like before it looked a lot bigger on my face but obviously i was still growing i was still a kid but like now it looks normal for me right mm-hmm. um it takes it takes time to get used to your features and i find that people need to value patience in terms of that and more importantly like your body is always changing like throughout the day it's always fluctuating oh absolutely yeah Yeah. like based on what you do what your habits are and even your mental state too that has Mm -hmm. an effect on it and i think it's important to emphasize mental state a lot because like it's behind a lot of issues that are like more physical and more like on the surface level as well Mm -hmm. and especially for girls because of like their hormones and their cycle bro i recently learned about cycle syncing and it is crazy I learned that we have four parts in our cycle and it completely changes changes our physical and our mental state yeah. and our emotional state and that is actually insane. And Especially, once you learn about it, yeah. you understand how to actually like uh, what's the word? Um what's the word? Work it, together with your body. It I, helps I'm, you There's a word I'm trying to think it of. It gives you like a guide on what to do and like how to deal with certain yeah, situations. Yeah, like it helps you, you know, work with your body yeah work together and to to help you stay happy and healthy and that's pretty cool but that's completely it's so cool like i find that like uh menstruation cycles aren't talked about enough in terms of that Mm -hmm. like a lot of people are not used to like certain things like people get confused on why they're feeling a certain way about themselves but then like the next day they're like really happy yeah but yeah hormones we should actually we should have a we should have an episode about. i have a lot to say about it it's Mm -hmm. so interesting to me yeah because it's like a very like a very interesting and important topic to be yeah. talking about yeah we should probably talk about that yeah like so. um yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i guess stay tuned for that yeah. i don't know when that'll also, be but i mean it's not also just exclusive to women in terms of like hormones and stuff like mm-hmm, that yeah because um different hormones have different purposes and that yeah. also affects men as well yeah and like and yeah for sure like there's definitely beauty standards for men as well yeah um, I feel like a lot of these beauty standards aren't talked about enough. Mm-hmm. And the way people approach uh, beauty standards in terms of women and men or, like, any other way you identify as, mm-hmm. um, some things might be harsher than others. And I think that's very sad. Mm-hmm. And I really despise how, like, people are very um, unequal in terms of, like, accepting certain features and certain things. For an example, nobody expects, like... Um, a man to have like no hair whatsoever compared to like a woman mm-hmm. or nobody expects um a man to be like to not be super muscular in a sense mm-hmm. like i feel like people are very unrealistic on what to expect and they forget that everyone is going to be like what you see on social media mm-hmm. and what you have like as an ideal concept mm-hmm yeah and social media brings us a lot of good things like i'm not gonna be like one of those like old people being like yeah yeah social media brings nothing but evil (laughs) it brings a lot of good it has its benefits has a lot of good creators on there a lot of good content but everything has a bad side and so social media obviously and one of those bad sides is that we have such unrealistic beauty standards now and like we just constantly see it in front of us so when we 
go outside and we interact with real humans, we have to realize that they're not going to look like the people we see on social media. And, Um, like, not only is social media, like, filled with people who are using editing tools and stuff, like, I mean, everything on social media is fake at the end of the day. And I've seen, I'm so happy that influencers show this, but a lot of influencers would be like, you know, what what you see on social media is fake. Like, let me show you how I took this picture. And then they'll be like, yeah, I sucked in my stomach like this, or I I did my makeup like this, or or I put the lighting like this. this. Mm -hmm. And like literally the other day, I saw a TikTok by this this, uh, model. She's actually a model and an influencer. And she was saying, this is why you shouldn't compare yourself to models. And she showed three points. The first one, their hair and makeup is done by professionals. People who have literally studied to be able to oh, do this. Oh, I my stomach growling. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't catch in the mic. Um, secondly, they do the lighting and the camera angles in specific ways so that you cannot see any flaws on their face. I'm talking about like pores and stuff. You can't see that yeah. on their face. And third of all, their clothes are pinned back. And she was showing like videos and stuff of models that she worked yeah, with. Yeah, nothing is like entirely their, fitted. Yeah. yeah, they were getting their clothes pinned back and stuff. This is why you're, the clothes that you that you wear, they're not going to look like how they did on the model. Like everything is fake. I'm telling you, everything is yeah. fake. Yeah, and we're not seeing this as a way like oh yeah, everything is fake, you look fake, everything, yeah. Yeah, no. It's more like, a, a lot of these things, like, models have, mm-hmm. they're, like, professional. The vast majority of people don't have access to that. Yeah. So you shouldn't put yourself to that standard because, like, it's going to be really hard to reach that anyways. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, it's nothing, it doesn't reflect what reality actually is. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I feel like people should accept that more often and acknowledge, like, nobody's going to have, like, the professional skills for like these things naturally yeah for sure yeah um but yeah on a more personal level another thing is i feel like we tend to stare at ourselves in the mirror like you were mentioning before like and it becomes really hard when you develop some sort of body dysmorphia or yeah or like insecurities about your features and stuff but like we stare at ourselves when we're getting ready or whatever and we'll nitpick our features and we'll pick out the things that are bad about ourselves we'll be like oh my nose looks too big my my i like i need to get my eyebrows done they look too i don't know bushy or whatever you know Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we'll pick ourselves we'll pick out the features and i'm not gonna say bad features i'm just gonna say features that we don't like about ourselves yeah we pick those out and um the thing is when you think about it we do not do that with our loved ones if you are sitting across from like your your family or your your family members or your friends that is such a good you don't stare at them and you're not like you know she has a really big nose i don't really like that about her yeah you're not doing that in terms of treatment you have to be fair to yourself the same way how you're like really nice to others Mm. like you can't be a hypocrite about it you know what i mean yeah yeah if your friend came up to you and said that she was insecure about this part of her body you wouldn't be like oh yeah you're right you should be insecure you should change that you should change that right away actually that's so evil (laughs) yeah you wouldn't do that like and if you would you definitely need to fix that about yourself yeah like be so for real like yeah (laughs) where's your awareness um, but yeah you wouldn't do that so if you wouldn't do that for somebody you love, you shouldn't do that for yourself. And yeah. one day, one day, I don't know when, but we're going to release an episode on self-love. Um, and I'm really excited for that one, actually. Oh but yeah, gonna we're going to be a big one. Yeah. yeah, and we're going to talk about things just like this on that episode, too, because it goes so hand-in-hand hand with just being able to love yourself. You know, you have to treat yourself like someone who you love. And someone who you love, you, will, you wouldn't be pointing out their insecurities, so you shouldn't be pointing out yours either. Yeah, exactly. The way people treat others 
obviously like as you mentioned like if a friend like goes up to you and tells and tells you about like an insecurity that they have like most people would like compliment them and reassure them like there's other things to appreciate as well even if you feel bad about that because in the end you can't really control what people think about themselves Mm -hmm. but you can like uh give another perspective to other things yeah like no one is ever ugly in a way or like completely exactly um i think everyone is beautiful in some way that's the truth and that's the point that we all want to get to realizing that everybody's beautiful including ourselves exactly and another thing i feel like personality it's like a big thing a lot of people say like Mm -hmm. oh do you go for looks or personality in the end they both go hand in hand and like without like your personality I find that if you have a really bad personality, though, mm-hmm. it kind of makes you unattractive regardless of how you look. You're completely right. Yeah, You can be, like, the most conventionally attractive person. Mm-hmm. You can be, like, super buff or muscular. Like, you could have um, a lot of features people, like, idealize or romanticize. Mm-hmm. But then if you have a personality where, like, you treat people horribly, you don't really care enough about others or yourself, mm-hmm. or... You're just, like, really rude to others for no reason. Yeah. That's gonna, like, kind of weigh into, like, what you look like to others. And that's gonna ultimately make you unattractive. It doesn't matter how far somebody is from conventional beauty standards. If they are, like, a good, genuine person... Exactly. They are so beautiful immediately. Exactly. You can be, like... Yeah, no. You can be, like, really happy and all that. But maybe you might not look conventionally attractive. But... The way people are in terms of, like, their manners, mm-hmm. and um, that also is factored in by their personality, I think that also makes them really attractive. Yeah. And, like, think about all the people in your life, your family or your friends or anybody, in your life who you think is beautiful, the people who you think are beautiful. Do they all look the same? No. They no. all look completely different, but you still find them all beautiful. And you also value the traits they have. That also, like, means a lot in terms of, like, how you see them, mm-hmm. literally, yeah. even. And, like, it sucks because we grow up, and I don't know about kids' shows these days, kids' shows and movies. I feel like they're a little bit more different, but, like, when we were growing up... Yeah, I just don't the- melon. That's, like, the most modern <laughs> thing. <laughs> we, would, we would see, like, movies and shows and stuff where the villains would always be purposefully made to have, to be, un like... They would not unconventionally be, attract. Like th- they would be like unattractive. Yeah, you know, I'm putting quotes because you know nobody's really unattractive. But basically, I mean, if you're a bad person, you're obviously unattractive. But my point is, they would make the villains Have, physically unattractive yeah. on purpose, so that we could, so that we would just grow up and we would and associate. Then you just associate, yeah. Mm-hmm. We would associate looking bad with being a bad person. I'm looking bad with quotation marks. Yeah. Um, you know, being un- like being unattractive yeah. conventionally with being a bad person, and that's not the case. Yeah. Also, what's even more messed up about that is a lot of these villains in like older cartoons and all that, they had a lot of more ethnic features mm-hmm. that people of color have. Yeah. And I swear, that just like factors into a lot of the racism you see nowadays too. Mm-hmm. Where like, let's say you see someone that isn't like European or like conventionally attractive the way people have eurocentric standards about that Mm -hmm. and then they would like assume like they're not safe to be around or they're like not approachable for this reason or like a bunch of other stereotypes people have yeah it's so messed up it is because that also reminds me of this other memory i have when i was younger i went to this one school where there was like disproportionately a lot more um 
white people compared to like people of color like me and um i remember if i like really liked someone um they would think of me as like a weird person like unattractive as well mm-hmm. and they would go for people who are more conventionally attractive and fit into more european standards oh my god i hate that and so i swear much. that messed with like my mental state too mm-hmm. and i constantly looked down on myself um it didn't entirely go to the extent of me whitewashing myself because mm-hmm. like i still kind of kept in touch with like who i was but in terms of, like, how I treated myself, like, with my hair, for instance, mm-hmm. like, I don't have, like, pin straight hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, like, a lot of people back then, like, at that school, they were not used to seeing, like, other types of hair or other types of features, like, that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's important to be aware of, like, everyone is going to be different, no matter what. Yeah. You can't really avoid that, and you can't shelter yourself from that, because, like, it's more delusional that way in a, like in a bad way yeah and actually when you bring that up it literally as you were speaking it unlocked yeah. a memory of mine that i actually completely locked away and that was <laughs> when i was younger like elementary and middle school okay middle school especially i could just tell i was treated differently because i didn't yeah. fit into beauty standards and i could i would look at like the popular kids and i would be like like damn they don't treat me that way yeah because they kind of like look down on you for mm-hmm. a bunch of things and like you don't pick that up until like later on yeah and yeah. like like damn that, that's actually awful and like yeah it definitely goes hand in hand with how we're raised to see different features yeah one other thing as well as a kid i know that people always like brought something up about how i looked but then whenever i wanted to change something immediately my mom or like my parents in general they would like be against it they would say like you're too young for this um and obviously i was upset but in a weird way it kind of made me like be more comfortable with like how i looked Mm -hmm. it made me feel more used to it and it made me kind of like appreciate a lot of things that i have Mm -hmm. also i forgot to mention this before but i really don't want to forget this because it's a really really good quote Uh um before we get into like how to like help with body dysmorphia and get a better get a better body image and stuff like that um before we get into that i just wanted to say like before we were talking about how your personality is so much more important yeah and there's this quote that i really really like and it's if the world was blind Yeah. yeah if the world was blind who would you impress and it's like it, you have to really sit that down and think about it. such a good point. It is such a good quote, bro. I read it the other day, and I have not been able to get it out of my head since. It challenges, like, everything that people think about society standards. Yeah. yeah. Societal standards. Yeah. And it's actually crazy when you think about it, because, like, that is true. If the whole world was blind, who would you impress? And that's what you're trying to... What you, what you want to think about. You want to... Like, you know, you, you, yeah. you got to have a good personality before you have good looks you know yeah okay yeah. also this is like a more this is a longer episode than yeah. our episodes normally are but yeah we have a lot to talk about um now going on to how to help with these sort of problems uh-huh. one thing is to unfollow people who make you feel crappy about your body or your face or whatever yeah. um yeah people put out content like that and that doesn't it th- doesn't mean that they're doing it to make you feel that way like i'm sure they aren't but if you're following someone who makes you feel that way, just unfollow them. Like, it's very f- easy. Just click a button. They won't be on your feed anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Another thing is, and this is actually from the Ashley Corbell's podcast, Try Not to Care. And mm-hmm. 
that's a really good podcast too you should really listen we to highly that. suggest it. yes literally my favorite like podcast. she's amazing she is amazing i love her so much okay but she said on her podcast she said that your clothes are supposed to fit you and you are not supposed to fit your clothes and i think that's a really good point because sometimes we'll, we'll be at the store and we'll find like a piece of clothing and it'll be like oh if i if i slim down i'll be able to fit into this or we find some old clothes that we have and we'll be like wow this is really nice i want to start wearing it again but we don't fit into it anymore so we'll be like let me keep it and i'll just find a way to squeeze myself into it yeah and that is such an awful mindset to have because you have to realize that your clothes are there to cover you up your clothes are there for you to express yourself yeah that's what your clothes are for they're not there to make your to force yourself to squeeze into them you you should be getting clothes that fit you Mm -hmm. you know you're not a shapeshifter exactly like remember that you're not like you're a person and it's like also physically impossible to like do unrealistic things like that Mm -hmm. yeah um and like you know going right off of that with clothes a lot of people struggle with the size of their clothes Mm -hmm. and the thing is you have to remember not to let that impact you because in one store you might be medium in the other one in another one you might be a large and that's that's the thing like they're constantly fluctuating between stores so don't be like oh man i'm a large in the store like i gotta work out more or something like that don't do that you know don't do that measurements are weird in general Mm -hmm. they're like very conflicting no one can ever decide on things like that yeah super superficial as well yeah it's very superficial superficial (laughs) 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 no yeah and more importantly as humans we're very complex it's important to focus on like things beyond the surface level because Mm -hmm. in the end that's what matters more that's what makes us who we are as people yeah um another thing is to take time to work through your insecurities by exposing yourself to them if you're insecure about a part of your body um just expose yourself to it you know don't try to cover it up and it's hard i know and it sounds a little controversial when i say it you might be like getting a little mad at me right now but seriously i promise you it helps yeah. when i stopped trying to hide my big nose you know that that's an insecurity of mine i yeah. i can say that i'm most of the time i'm not insecure about it anymore like mm-hmm. maybe sometimes somebody will say something and i will feel a little insecure but now i'm way more comfortable with it yeah. and it's because i uh, i exposed myself to it i took pictures of myself in angles even if it revealed my my nose's shape yeah. you know i stopped trying to hide it all the time and that can be with anything if you're insecure about your body sit sit by yourself without clothes on you know it sounds very odd but like it works or like if you come out of the shower and you're gonna do your skincare routine instead of putting on all your clothes before going to the mirror to do your routine just leave mm-hmm. them off like you know you don't and that that'll help you get more comfortable with yeah. it. It sounds so weird when I say it, but I I promise you it helps. Yeah, I know. This is so random. I don't know what it is. I don't know if other people have experienced too, experienced this too. I don't know why I'm mumbling so much. <laughs> um, I find that before I take a shower, even after I take a shower, I just look really good for no reason. Mm-hmm, yeah. Especially with like my hair too. It's like oh. I feel like that's a universal experience. Yeah. I don't know what it no, is. No, and it, I get so sad too when I have to shower. And then like my nice, <laughs> luscious hair is like <laughs> nice, wet luscious and hair. damp yeah and then it takes forever to like to get back to that state yeah <laughs> yeah actually you know what that's making me think of something else and mm-hmm. i did i didn't think of this before but i'm thinking now and i'm realizing another very important thing is to never talk down on about yourself and uh, like, that goes with your personality as well don't like you know make jokes that like um bring yourself down but this also applies to your insecurities don't make jokes about your insecurities don't yeah. you're, and you're gonna end up believing it a lot more Mm-hmm. you yeah. know don't make jokes about your insecurities don't make jokes about your body um if you know it'll make you feel worse mm-hmm. you know don't insult don't insult your your own body and talk 
talk well about it like talk say good things about it, like you were just saying like yeah. your luscious hair talk about your own features with love you know exactly and this kind of ties into like what we talked about in our episode on manifestation where like a lot of the things you say a lot of the things that um you think of they kind of work as affirmations and like yeah for sure what you say and speak out into the universe it reflects back onto you you kind yeah. of receive the same energy mm-hmm. yeah in return um and yeah another thing i saw a tiktok about this actually yeah and some girl was saying like instead of the next time you're staring at yourself in the mirror instead of picking apart the things that you don't like about yourself look at yourself through the lens of somebody who's in love with you and you don't even think of somebody specific for that it just means it doesn't like, even have to be look, a romantic relation either yeah just like somebody who loves you just imagine yeah you you are looking at yourself through that and somebody who loves you wouldn't pick out the bad features that the features that you don't like about you they're not gonna be like oh wow she's a big nose they're not gonna be like that i keep saying that because you know whatever but they would point out something like wow she has such a beautiful smile or wow she has such nice eyelashes like if you look at yourself in the mirror and you only talk you pick out the good parts about yourself instead of the bad parts about yourself you start to realize that you are so much more beautiful than you were giving yourself credit for yeah i feel like a lot of people underestimate how beautiful they truly are yeah for sure and that's because we've just been raised to be like that yeah honestly like when i look at some of my friends i'm like oh my god how can someone be this like beautiful you know what i mean yeah and they don't even realize it and then when they're like oh i'm so ugly or like i hate this and i'm like huh literally i get so like i got whiplash from the shock <laughs> <laughs> like i have to take a second to like just register what they said literally yeah it's like um, i beg your pardon yeah and mm-hmm. the last thing that might help is just to listen to your body and this is called like intuitive yeah eating um I know, i've heard people call it that if you feel like you need to eat more than you usually eat eat more you know make sure that you are satisfied if one day you you can do a really intense workout because you have the motivation and energy for it but the next day you can really feel that your body will not be able to do it and you will feel worse if you do an intense workout maybe you just want to go on a little jog or a walk even just outside you know yeah it's completely just about listening to your body um but at the end of the day just do it all for yourself you know mm-hmm. really like, understand make accommodations your for yourself too yeah even if you want to work on like bettering yourself in any way, do it for yourself, but also don't mm-hmm. force yourself if you can. Because then you're not going to like find it as an opportunity to like keep yourself productive, to keep yourself more yeah. happy. It's going to feel like a chore. Mm-hmm. And do it out of love, you know? Eat food that's good for yourself, for, for your body out of love and work out out of love. Don't work out out of shame. Don't be like, oh, I can't believe I skipped a workout yesterday. I have to work out extra hard today. Yeah just work out out of love you know you you deserve to move around you you deserve to have that sort of movement so do out of love not out of shame it also affects on how you actually do things either way like when you work out and if you're feeling insecure and self-conscious about everything you're not going to give it your all and you might not do things properly and Mm -hmm. it's going to make you feel worse or like if you feel guilty about getting yourself something or treating yourself to something you're just going to associate that thing itself with like bad um thoughts and it's not gonna feel nice anymore yeah you're like stealing that away from yourself you're right yeah 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 i think we covered everything i guess that covers a lot yeah Yeah, this was a long definitely actually our longest episode yet yeah sure we're Um, gonna have fun editing this one (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah yes we hope you you enjoyed that thank you for 
coming and hanging out with us today. Yeah, we really you so appreciate you listening. being here. Yeah, we really appreciate you being here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope this gives you a lot of insight on this topic. Yeah, and I will put a link in the bio for all of our links for our social medias and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at no clue podcast with two T's um, and TikTok at no clue underscore podcast. Yep. We also have a Pinterest, which I'm kind of proud of, guys. So I it's think you really should check good. it out. We, you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm a little proud of it. So yeah, you can add it to your boards, your vision board if mm-hmm. you have one. Yep. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, we have some like vision board inspiration. We have, yeah, just go check it out. It's really good yeah um and yeah thank you so much for being here and have a good day yeah have a good day bye